Take Me Home, the song we heard six times on Easter Thursday, of course, when Charlie Cameron lit up the Gabba against Collingwood in Brisbane's big win over the Pies. That was the start of a big Easter weekend of footy, um, but the thing we'd most like to talk to the West Glen Quartermain about, given his uh, uh, his new news-breaking capacity on on concussion as an issue in the AFL is Paddy McCartan's concussion, which was suffered against uh, Port Adelaide uh, at the SCG over the weekend. Just read a quick text that's come through from Lisa, one of our regulars uh, on the temper at Bedshed. Text line, morning Duff and team, happy Easter Monday. It was sickening and distressing to see the way Paddy McCartan was taken from the field. Duty of care should have been shown by Sydney and a stretcher should have been called. I think if the Swans don't make the call on McCartan to retire, the AFL need to step in. This is his 10th concussion. Quarters, welcome to the show. Morning, Duff. Happy Easter to you, mate. I hope you're not giving the eggs too much of a flogging over the weekend. Barely eaten an egg. I've given plenty out, mate, but I've barely eaten one myself, so that's good news. Um, by the way, I didn't like country roads back in the day, but it's growing on me, I've got to say, after seeing Charlie Cameron in action at the Gabba. I did like um, both Charlie Cameron and uh, Cam Rayner singing along to their songs after they kicked a goal. And Cam Rayner, after one of his goals, actually did the... Bump, bump, bump in Sweet Caroline, which was just fantastic. I thought I can lip read bump, bump, bump. So it was great, and uh, good to see him back in the forward line too, Duff, where he belongs. Absolutely. I don't know what um, Chris Fagan was doing playing him down back, but anyway, uh, he he got past that, and certainly Cam Rayner gave him plenty as a forward. Quarters. Let's just put it on you straight away. Should Paddy McCartan play football again? Well, I don't think he should, know. Um, look, I understand the argument. You give the kid some space, let him make his own decisions. That's fine. But I think when you've had 10 concussions, and, and what concerned me watching it was it was innocuous. And, you know, watching him staggering off the field like that, that's 10 concussion stuff. And sometimes you've got to protect players from themselves. And I understand it's a great competition to be a party, and, of course, he wants to play it, and he's... Very important part of that city of defence now. But, you know, we've seen the body of evidence now about the long-term effects of concussion and particularly the long-term effects of repeated concussion. And unfortunately for Paddy, he's right in the middle of that. And, um, you know, someone has to make the call. If it's not him, if it's not Sydney, I mean, the AFL will be very nervous. But to be honest, Duff, I don't know what the AFL... It can really do in this circumstance. They would be very nervous about it, but surely someone has to step in here and say enough is enough. Well, this is what what mechanisms are in place here to retire Paddy McCartan if Paddy McCartan turns around when he's recovered from this concussion and says, no, I want to continue playing. I mean, can the AFL provide a, a medical reason to block his return. There's some suggestion they did it with yes. um, Daniel Venables at, at West Coast. Well, they did, and we've seen the precedent. So th- there is that possibility. 
I mean, it might get to the stage with repeated concussion um, where they sign a waiver, but yes, they can do it. They can step in. Their um, medical department can say, we recommend that you don't play, and then it puts it on the player and the club. Um, look, he's going to... Right now, he'll have to go through the 11-step protocol, so... Um, you know, that takes 12 days. But if you have repeated concussion or, you know, you take longer than the, the day to pass each step, then it can, it can you know, blow out to 24 days, even longer. And obviously, this doesn't look like a, a minor concussion issue to me, given the way he left the field. So, um, you know, it's going to be a really interesting watch, um, really shattering for Paddy. But you know what? I'm more concerned about his long-term future than his ability to come back and play fully quickly. Absolutely. I think with the footage, I mean, what did you think when you saw the footage of him staggering to the line um, with the help of trainers after such what appeared to be fairly innocuous contact between his head and the ground? Was there any other contact that we've missed that that may have contributed to this? It's quite possible, but to me, it just looked like an innocuous incident, which is really concerning. There might have been something in the lead-up. I don't know, but there's been no suggestion of that. Um, and in, in one way, you know, I, I hate to say this stuff, but we have to see this this footage to um, drive it home to people um, the significant effects of concussion. So, I mean, the fact that it, 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 let's call it innocuous because that's what it's, that's that's how it appeared to be. Um, there are grave concerns for his playing future now. So, let's say that Paddy McCartan says, "No, I want to get back. I want to continue to play." Sydney says, um, no, we think the decision is for Paddy to make. And the AFL doctor says, we strongly recommend that Paddy McCartan does not play football again. We know that there's a class action underway with um, a a big number of players, both women and male players, who are looking to sue the AFL for failure of duty of care when it comes to concussion issues. If the AFL doctor's recommendation is that he doesn't play and he still steps out there and plays, where does the liability lie? Well, the liability clearly then must lie with the player. If they've made the recommendation not to play, well, whose liability is it then? Um, You know, and look, we've seen Peter just come out now. Um, He's the leading advocate on concussion and um, a veteran player manager, and he's saying... It's, the, it's on the AFL right now because they haven't recommended in the past. So, look, he's got a point there. Um, he's had 10 concussions. But, right, if they do make that recommendation, the onus is on him. Maybe it's time just for him to go and seek outside help from neurological experts, whether that's overseas or within Australia. Um, but, look, leading neurologists, people who I have great respect for, people like Dr Alan Pearce at Monash University, uh, who's done some great work in this space, um, and he's been one of the, um, the founding um, fathers of the Brain Bank. Um, Alan Pierce is saying you've got to protect players from themselves. I wouldn't like to see Paddy play again. So I, I don't think anyone should take it personally. We're not picking. It's not pick on Paddy Day. We're trying to help. I think everyone's trying to help Paddy to make the decision so he doesn't hurt himself anymore. And, and I'd certainly back that up. Yeah, I agree. This is not pick on Paddy Day. This is protect Paddy no. Day. That's uh, that's what that's this is. Day. I think we. I, I watched that footage on Saturday night and I found it distressing um, to watch. Yep. And um, and I just thought if that causes that, then it's time. You know how you get that moment on a subject 
where just the bell the bell goes off in your head and you go, no, it's time. And and the bell went off in my head watching Paddy on Saturday night. I have to say, I I, I think it's time to make that that call now. People. I, I fully respect people like Gary Lyon saying, let's give him some time and space. Um, but I think if Gary Lyon sat down and spoke to Paddy in a week's time when he has had some time and space and Paddy said, what's your best advice? I'm tipping Gary Lyon's best advice would be, mate, it's time for you to stop playing. And the really disturbing thing, Duff, is look, it, it was not uncommon in the 1970s and 80s, even well into the 90s, for players to, to suffer um, concussions and to suffer the effects of them, such as Paddy McCartan did at the weekend, go off the field for 10 minutes and go back on. It was not uncommon. So if just just put, just try and register that, that that actually happened. And um, that's why there's class actions happening now. And that's why the AFL is now doing... I've got to say, these being proactive, now whether that's because they're protecting themselves or whether it's for the welfare of the players, I don't really care as long as they're doing something. And I think they are being proactive. I think they've got a long way to go. But um, this could be... Uh, another big line in the sand moment for the AFL and the concussion issue. Hey, speaking of concussion, a blue card was handed out in a waffle match on the weekend. Subiaco's Jordan Snadden sent off while Perth's Harry Quartermain was in the concussion protocols. What do you make of the blue card? I like it. I like it. So the, the offending player, um, the umpire determines, look, you've, you've whacked that player, that player's going off to have a uh, concussion test. You're going off for 10, 15 minutes. I like it. Um, so I, I think anything we can do in that space takes us forward. So well done to the waffle. And, um, you know, it's good to see it um, in effect. What did you make of our two WA teams at the weekend quarters? Um, thought Fremantle were disappointing and underwhelming. And I know yeah. West Coast showed a lot of endeavour, but at the end of the day, a 63-point hiding is a 63-point hiding. Not a great weekend for our teams. No, it wasn't. I think Fremantle, um, you know, in many ways I thought they'd take a, a step back to take some steps forward this season. I wasn't all that bullish on them charging for a flag, but I thought they'd play finals. Now, they still can, but they've got to get things right very quickly, and it starts with that mid-forward connection, clearly. It's just not happening, and also the forward line is not functioning as it should. Um, people are saying, you know, they're missing the presence of a player such as David Mundy. I'm, I'm suggesting they're probably missing a big body like Blake Akers and a, and a, and a big fella who can take a contested mark like Rory Lobb. So there's some issues there to work through. They've got the personnel to do it. Um, I have faith that they, will, they can come back and be a good side this year, but they're starting from a long way back. As for West Coast... You sort of went into that game knowing just, you know, you you felt for them with the outs. I felt like anything around about a 10-goal loss would be a pretty good effort, and that's what it turned out to be. Now, I thought for two and a half quarters, Melbourne couldn't put them away, and I thought that was a pretty good effort, and I wrote about it today. Um, I thought they they, they took a lot away from that game, I reckon, in this case. Now, that's all right for a week or two, and they are missing some key personnel and will be for some time. So it might get ugly. And, um, and we, <laughs> we have the right to analyse that uh, to every inch of its life. It, so it might still get pretty ugly. It probably will. But I thought on the evidence of the Derby and yesterday's game that Eagles supporters um, shouldn't look at the fact there was no W 
they should look at the fact that there's a G, there's a glimpse of the future. And, you know, um, it wasn't Ruben Jimby's best game for the year, but I reckon the fact that he ran round with Clayton Oliver for four quarters, found himself with, on the tracker at stages. I thought that's another step on the journey. Noah Long, um, he competes, doesn't he? And a few of the other kids did some nice things without really tearing the game up. So I thought there was a lot to like about West Coast. Tim Kelly's having a very good season as well. Um, it's really hard to pick out positives so far with Fremantle, though. Um, they've been under siege. So, you know, there's an opportunity for them on Friday, uh, playing Gold Coast at Norwood Oval to get things back on track. And then they step back over here into a big Friday night game against the Western Bulldogs to open Anzac round. You would love to see them with a bit of confidence from this week playing in that game because... Uh, I think we deserve a big uh, blockbuster game here in Perth. It's been a while. Quarters, always appreciate your insights, particularly when it comes to concussion. I think you were a groundbreaking journalist in that area. So thank you very much for joining us on the show and uh, all the best with your articles in the upcoming week. Thanks, Matt. Glenn Quartermain, my old colleague from the West Australian, uh, certainly always great to talk to about concussion, one of the, the, the foremost writers in Australia on that subject. What do you think? Should Paddy McCartan play again, you can text us on the Temper at Bedshed text line 0487 736 736 or give us a call on the open line 13 12 55. We'll take a break and be back with more of Mornings with Mark Duffield.